And welcome back, Retro Kill Screen Podcast. That's what we are here. I'm, we are the we are the retroist and the kill screenist. That's right. As always, I'm Paul and John here. I'm John sometimes. You are John sometimes. I I have been known to go by other aliases such I, as Jack. I am Paul always. Wait, why Jack? Uh, it, it's kind of a running gag. At one point, when I was going through university, I was so tired. I'm, I was introduced to someone and I forgot what my name was, so I accidentally said my name was Jack. You refer to yourself as Jack. Yeah, so now it's become kind of a running joke that that's my alter ego. Wow. You got jacked up. Yep. <laughs> oh, God, that took a second to sink in. Dead <laughs> ball. What is with you and the bad puns lately? I saw you on Twitter making some really bad ones. Okay. So, to be completely honest, the reason for that is because, like, as you know, I don't necessarily follow a lot of the stuff you do, like, video-wise or whatever, right? Because, like, why would I? Like, if, like, I wanted to play a game with you, I could just, like, call you Mm. or whatever. So, like, I don't have to watch you play a game. I could, when I have the option to possibly play it with you or whatever. Um, But I heard that, like your friend Chugga there makes a lot of puns and it gets on your nerves? Yeah, no, he's he's way, way too into, like, the horrible puns. Okay. And his, de- his delivery's kind of ridiculous, too. Like, when he'll make a pun, he'll be like, you know! Okay. Yeah, so, like, he's... Yeah, he's looking for, like... Yeah, okay. For you to acknowledge it. And that's... Yeah, no, he's, he's very obviously trying to sell the pun to me. It's just irritating. Okay. Because, like, I started getting messages about how much you love quote-unquote puns, and then I finally understood that, oh, he doesn't actually like them, so that's when I started doing them. Oh, oh, you thought it was, I actually did enjoy puns? No, no, it wasn't until I found out that those were sarcastic like, things that people were telling me on Twitter, mm. that's when I started doing them. Because I knew that they bothered you. You know what, no, it... Here, here's the thing with puns, like, I don't mind them to an extent. There's just certain... A like, clever pun is really good always, yes, though. Yes, always. Yeah. But but he, uh, Emil, he doesn't try to do clever puns at all. That's the problem. Okay. Like, he'll even... Oh, shit, I'm trying to think of a really good example. Without spoiling any future content, yeah. probably. I'll say something... I'll make some joke like, oh, you're tearing us apart. Yeah. And he'll be like, I guess, I guess that's a part of life. Ha ha ha. Um... Okay, see, stuff like that is still kind of okay. Like, that's still kind of good. But, like, I that's, know... that's, a, that's a better version okay, of... Okay, like, I know where you're going, though. Like, when you're hearing that constantly, you're just kind of like, oh, man, really? Like, change change tune. Jeez, I know my sarcasm gets annoying after a while. That's why I can not be sarcastic sometimes. Yeah, I I have yet to see it, but okay. Um, so, yeah, I... That's where the pun thing started. It actually started during the Idiots recordings. Um, when we were playing Left 4 Dead, I said something about a guitar mm-hmm. or something like striking a chord with you or something stupid like that. Yeah. Just joking around. And then I heard that's where I got the feedback that to keep doing puns because you love them, quote unquote, love. And yeah. yeah, so that's why it started up again. I guess that's the origin of the puns, I guess. I don't even remember how we started on this topic, but... I feel, I feel like I learned a lot about you today, Paul. I feel like I learned a lot about myself. I'm a terrible person. 
So well, okay, that too. I knew that one a while ago. Yeah, I mean, fuck anybody that follows me on Twitter knows that. Like when I get on a bad mood on that thing. Oh people, man, it's kind of entertaining to read in a way, in like a Schadenfreude kind of way. Where you're just like watching, you're like, I could, I should probably like say something to help this guy out, but I want to see how far he goes. <laughs> I, I've got to look at him like, I don't know what to say, but holy cow. It's like the same way with Nathan when he gets upset about a movie that he can't talk about. Okay, yes. Yeah, so, it's funny with Nathan though, because when he does stuff like that, I poke and prod him, and like, and then he'll say something that genuinely irritates me, and then like, over, like, text or something, we will just straight out, like, argue about stuff. So, like, we feed off each other really bad in that respect. Mm. Because, like, when he... Like, I know when he says certain things, he's sincere, and that bothers me, because I find a lot of the stuff he says, like, just trolling sincere, and that's not good, because he's trying to get a rise out of people, and it totally works every time with me. So, yeah, Nathan... There, I've even told him there's been many times that, like, I just wish there was an, like, an ignore button on Twitter where I didn't have to unfollow him because, like, he's still a friend, but I didn't have to see some of the shit he posts. But, that's yeah, no, not... it's, it's just funny to see how upset he gets about stuff like that. Yeah, and then it turns out that I get upset about something he said about it, and then it goes back and forth, so we're kind of like an abusive couple that way, I guess. But, yeah, so, um, so Jack, puns, Nathan, retro kill screen, retro games. Yeah, I guess we have to talk about a video game at some point, don't we? Yeah, we do. Um, uh, how about we talk about my favorite uh, Sega Genesis game? Oh, Aladdin. I was actually going to say Rocket Knight Adventures, but that's actually a very good game, so that might, that would ruin the joke. Yeah, it is really good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that could Man, be. A why favorite. haven't we done Rocket Knight Adventures yet? Because it's trendy? I have no idea. That's... I was going to say because it's episode three, but. Yeah, that, I mean, that too. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> no, uh, let's talk about a little bit, uh, a, a treasured game. I, uh, that, I would arguably agree it is the best game on the Genesis. It is definitely my favorite from the Genesis. Gunstar Heroes. That's right. I, I made a stupid joke about treasure as well. I figured you'd appreciate that. Oh, I didn't catch it. It's it's late at night. It's been a long day. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. I forgive you this time. This time. Being jet lagged, I can I'll doubly forgive you. Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't even talk about the game, just talk about your trip. Nah I no, I'm I'm completely down to talk about Gunstar. <laughs> I See, the thing is, like, since we're only at episode three and episode two had literally just come out, like, three days ago, mm. I would like to get some feedback to see if people actually like us talking about anything, because I'm pretty sure they, a lot of them probably don't. And if they don't, it makes me not want to talk about games and talk about everything else. So, I don't know. So have we actually gotten any feedback at all yet? Uh, yeah, a few people have messaged me, like, the people that have me on Skype for other things have messaged me, uh, some people on Steam have messaged me, and a f one or two people on Twitter, they generally like it. I mean, I think they knew, like, if they have heard anything I've done with Nathan, and, like, anything you've done ever, they probably knew that it would be this way, 
where it just kind of goes off onto a tangent and then to like references that probably very few people understand even. Like I got a few messages saying that they thought it was funny but they didn't understand some of the references. Like I think the Ninja Turtles one like they were too young so they didn't understand. I, I guess I can understand that. That's kind of the the danger of a retro podcast. Yeah, for sure. But in a way, it's like kind of what we're here to try to do is not so much the reference, but like, hey, Gunstar Heroes for Genesis is probably like the best game and you should probably play it. Like, I think that's the message we're trying to send here, but it gets garbled up and talk about Breaking Amish and Resident Evil 6 and everything else. So, I don't know. Either way, I'm having fun doing this because this is completely how we talk like, without even mics rolling or whatever. This is just chatting. Pretty much. This is kind of like how our actual conversations go, just with, like, a tiny bit more structure. Con- like, like, yeah, a little bit more structure, T- maybe. Tiny. The, the pretense of structure is here somewhere. Okay, I think the structure lies in the opening, like, me saying my name. The structure and you saying lies your name. in the fact that we write down on a sheet of paper or on a uh, online document what game we're going to talk about, and then that's it. See, like I'd like to think about this as being maybe like twenty years back. Like everything else is the same, but we don't have the internet and we don't have Google Docs and stuff. We just have like a tape recorder at like one of our houses. I brought and over I, a box, and I could totally see like a piece of paper with like Sharpie pen. Just like with a bunch of scribbled games on it and then crossing off the ones that we don't <laughs> want to talk about. And then like just writing on there like Resident Evil and then like cross it out or something. And then we end up talking about it anyways because it's there. Like just that crumpled up piece of paper with all the notes that no one will ever get to see. And it's just like, yeah, this is the post-it note that we write our shows based on. I don't know. That's basically what our Google Doc is, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. I th- looking at the notes we have, we have like four games listed. We only have notes under one of them. Which one? Uh, Turtles in Time. We're like, things to talk about with Turtles in Time. Great soundtrack. Better than the arcade version? Actually remember Toka and Razor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I remembered asking you about that before we started recording, too. I'm like, you actually remembered them? You're like, no, the game did. It's like, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, even we can't understand what the hell we're saying. I don't understand anything I say or write. That's the beauty of it. Because, like, even the better than arcade version, there's a question mark. So it's just, like, better than arcade version? Well, that's because I'm like, this is it's a, a topic of discussion because it's like, oh, do you have... Is it better because it's more focused or is it because it has four players or which, which do you think? Yeah. So. Like, I've been playing around with uh idea like i've been wanting to do a series on gender politics and video games and um the first one will be females in games and like favorite women in video games and how they're portrayed and stuff like that and like my list of topics and like people to talk about for like examples and stuff in that are just ridiculous like it'll say like samus and then underneath that it's just like dude it's totally a chick exclamation mark <laughs> like I don't know how I'm going to do something based on just that point, but it was in my mind at the time, so it has to go down on paper somehow. So, yeah, I don't know. But 
Gunstar Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> there was no way to turn that around because there's only one woman I can remember in Gunstar Heroes, and she's not worth talking about. Well, she's she gets kidnapped at some point. Okay, so what you're saying is Gunstar Heroes is way ahead of its time in the discussion of the role of women in media. I think we could make a, an essay out of that. You know what? I can make an essay out of anything. I had to make an essay about the media's involvement in 9-11 for university once. So. Really? Yeah, I did it in a weekend. Huh. And actually got a pretty decent grade on it. See, it's easy to bullshit if you can find one thing to, like, latch onto and then use it to strengthen all your points. So, like, Gunstar Heroes, Feminism. Dude, she totally gets captured at one point. Done! <laughs> essay, done. Can talk about, like, the cliche role of men against women where the women's always a dam woman is always a damsel in distress. I could talk about like all this other stuff. So yeah. I mean I mean like it starts it starts with her being like your support. Like she's there with the doctor and they explain like where you have to go to get the gems. Yeah. And then after you get all four gems, she gets kidnapped and the doctor gets tied up. Right. You go save her, defeat the M Bison knockoff, and then you have to go into space and she like through remote tells you what you have to do. It's a classic love story, really. Yeah, except I think they're supposed to be brother and sister with the main characters, so... So, kind of a, bad a love story. less classic... A classic redneck love story. Mm. Oh, weird. I just got a really bad picture in my head of a redneck love story. Da -ding, ding, 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 ding. Yeah, like... Okay, so... Okay, my mind went in a completely different direction, and it was about deliverance and the idea that maybe there's a love story in there somewhere... Because, like, there totally is, but it's not a romantic love. This is not the place to talk about that, though. <laughs> because, like, this is the thing. Like, when I start thinking about a path, my mind will go straight down that path. Like, Oh, no, I'm totally the same way. But I'm also one of those guys, if he gets to, like, an intersection where something else comes up, he might chase that instead. Like, I mean, if you've read my Twitter at all today, I don't know how, but I got started on this whole, like, thing where do let's players have an obligation to like be basically like proper pr for video games that they play because of the fan bases they accrue and then like after that it totally just went into something completely off topic like um oh what the hell was it now like the vanga boys was stuck in my head and just stuff like that so i don't know um but less off topic Gunstar Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know, I feel bad going off topic, but like this was legitimately my favorite Genesis game. Um, I yeah. played this when I was really young. I went to a friend's birthday party, mm -hmm. and a bunch of people were in the room playing Genesis, and Gunstar Heroes was one of them, and I just I fell in love with it. I ha At the time, I had not played Contra, so I didn't know about all that. It's... But this is, the, this is the classier and better Contra. It's such, like, a brutal game for a kid to get into, too. Like, um, I was watching today a video that the Angry Video Game Nerd did on, uh, what is it, Ghosts and Goblins? And, like, how that was his first NES game ever. So, like, I don't know, this whole thing is in my mind that games were a lot harder back then, but for some reason kids could still do it, so... I think Why? it's because... I'm going games. off in an avenue again. Bring me back. No, 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 no. It makes sense because a lot of games, like in the older days, were designed, especially in the case of like Ghosts and Goblins, because it was an arcade game. 
They were designed to be difficult. They're short games if you were good at the game, but they forced you to learn the mechanics over and over and get better at it, like rote memorization. Contra mm-hmm. is exactly like that. It's kind but, of different with Gunstar Heroes, though, because I wouldn't call it a short game even when you can do it. Well, no, I think the speedrun's like a half hour. Is it? Probably. That, I can look it up. But that like, seems really fast. The thing with Gunstar Heroes, like certain, it, it all depends on the weapon setups you use, because you can mix and match your weapon settings to get really good groups in general right like what was your favorite weapon setup like there's four different types there's homing there's laser there's fire and there's homing laser fire and force right um i like i was always a huge fan of just double homing myself Mm. double homing was so ridiculously broken i know it was no no no, that's all right that's homing and laser that i'm thinking of which one was that one? Oh, the laser that just moves around? Yeah, like the cube. <laughs> right? You would shoot basically a laser at someone and then it would move around in a cube until they died? It was ridiculously broken. The only time it sucked is when it got stuck in a box or something. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it is... 41 minutes is the expert mode speedrun. Okay. That's still pretty long for a speedrun of an old game. I guess compared to, yeah, compared to actual Contra, which is probably something more like 20 minutes. 20 minutes. It has to be around 20 minutes, because that game is real short. Well, I don't know. I I remember it being short. 10 minutes. Oh, wow. Okay, it is short. So there you go. That's so, this, so Gunstar Heroes is four Contras, is what we're saying. Yeah, so Contra is 25% as good as Gunstar Heroes. That's, yeah, no. I'd, I'd probably... I'd math, go on about math checks out. Mathematically correct. That's right. Sega does what Nintendo don't. Blast processing. That's and... have treasure. Although now they do have treasure, and Sega's not really around as much as it used to be. I know. It's such a shame, too. Someone was asking me today about the Sonic games, and I remembered how much I love Sonic games. But the... <sighs> here I go again. Okay. So, Gunstar Heroes. Uh, what was your favorite weapon? I d- didn't ask you, I guess. Uh, I was a fan of... Uh, either double force, which was like like the crazy machine gun. Yep. A uh, force and homing, which was the weird like stream of balls. Right. Or uh, I think usually I use what I called the flare gun, which was fire and force. Okay. Because the flare gun did crazy damage if you could aim it right. It was just hard to aim sometimes, especially on like the seven force stage. All right. So first of all, we have to address that you heard it here on the podcast first. Pro John John loves lines of balls. I had a feeling you were going to go go a little gung-ho with that one. I had to. I'm sorry. I just had to. Thanks for that. I appreciate that. No problem. The people have a right to know. Um, <laughs> Lines of balls <laughs> shooting out of my gun. Oh. <laughs> so, I don't think we can be friends anymore. <laughs> and then the podcast ended at episode three. No, no, no. We could still do the podcast. We oh, just can't, oh, ev- okay. we can't we're, ever talk we're just again. acquaintances instead of actual friends. Gotcha. Just like see each other on the street. Just kind of like tip your hat and keep walking. That's kind of what we do anyway. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we just show up at a convention. Oh, hey, how's it going? It cool, kind of yeah. is like that. I remember at PAX, you were in the console free play room and I was just kind of walking around checking stuff out and I just like nodded at you and we then walked away. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's just a thing, I guess. I don't know. I, I'm so at least I'm just so happy lonely. I got my check through middle 
I have no friends. Help me. Save me from myself. I'll save you. I'm good at saving people. <sighs> I'm Batman. I'm Batman. It's what I do. I'm the medic. <laughs> <laughs> medic! Yep, yeah, just putting in a whole bunch of four idiot stuff. Dom! <laughs> I, just, I like honestly. I think the Damiel is just one of my favorite things for no apparent reason. <laughs> or Eno, Anya, breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that one. I watched that again the other day, and I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> and we're talking about not old games again. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Seven Force. Best boss idea ever or worst boss idea ever? Best boss idea ever in play, it's so fucking irritating. Like, Have you ever actually fought him on Expert where he uses all seven forms? I have, yeah. I, I love fighting seven force. Like, like, the weird thing about that, though, is like that whole boss fight feels like another level by itself. Cause like, yeah, no, no, actually, I fully agree with that. Because you do the whole level up to it, and then it's just like, no, this is this is a whole level now. I like, think what kind of, what kind of bugs me at the Seven Force fight in some ways is that you're stuck on that minecart while you're doing it, so your mobility is kind of reduced. Because you can't use your your kung fu moves to dodge attacks; you have to depend on flipping lanes. Yeah, and it seems like some instances. I don't know if you felt this at all. Like a lot. Once you know the pattern, a lot of his stuff is easy to dodge, but there are a few instances where it almost feels like you just need luck to get through it, and that's irritating. Specifically, Crab. I've Cra- always hated well, Crab. Depending on the difficulty, Crab just is how you read it. Because, okay, for those who haven't played the game before, the way Crab, the Crab form of Seven Force works is that he'll either shoot out a wall that extends to every space but the very bottom or top of the opposite wall, so the way to dodge it is if you see the wall appear, jump on the opposite uh, side, either the top or bottom of the screen. Right. Uh, he'll shoot an energy ball that whatever side it shows up on, it bounces on the opposite side. So you have to just be on the same side that it launches from. And uh, then he'll drop two balls, one on each side, so you have to jump in between them. So the whole time you're doing this, you have to also be shooting the boss trying to kill it. Right. Um, I guess for anyone who doesn't know what Seven Force is particularly, because they haven't played the game... Uh, it's basically a robot dude controlled by the green guy that changes different forms into different animals, and each animal has a different pattern of attack that you have to dodge and go through. Like, do you remember all of them off the top of your head? I probably can. Give me a second here. Uh, it starts with Runner. Yes. It always does, right? Yes. Always starts with Runner. Yeah. Then it either goes into, uh, Urchin, which is the Sonic the Hedgehog one. Or it okay. goes into, is it just, I forget if it's called Scorpion or not. It's the one with the, the blade at the tail that spins around and fires. Oh, yeah. What the hell is that called now? Yeah. And I know there's Phoenix form, which is the, the bird with the spiked wing feathers. That one's easy. I've always, well, unless, like, if you get caught in the bad spot at a bad time, it's not that great. But it's pretty easy to get through that one. Uh, then those, yeah, those are all the vertical ones. Then there's crab, yep. uh, panther, yep, and my favorite one, gun, because it's so easy to beat. Gun's amazing. It's so good. Uh, gun is literally what you think it is—a gun floating in midair, shooting at you. Yeah, and it has to reload at certain points. There is literally a spot where you can stand underneath it, where the the barrel of the gun will never hit you, and you can just shoot straight up and kill it. 
Yeah. What like wasn't the original Megatron transformation a gun? Yeah. It was a Luger, right? Like uh, the old German yeah, war gun. Yeah, I believe uh, Generation One it was a Luger, and then he was a gun for a while. Then he became like a plane in the movies, and well, he became a tank at one point. Oh, he became a couple things. Yeah. So like, okay, like should we talk Transformers for a second or no? Sure. So what the fuck is up with Megatron then? Like the rest of them are like, I'm a semi truck. And that's all I am. Megatron's like, no, I'm pretty much every arsenal ever. He was the fearless leader. I guess, but like... Well, and I air quote that. Like, why was he able to do that? Is it just because all, like, projectile weapons are in some form just, like, knockoffs of each other? They have the same basic principles in different forms? But, like, then later on he becomes, like, a jet and stuff, like, in the movies, and, like, do they just... Is Megatron just, like, the impending force of evil? He can do whatever he wants? I think that's the concept. Like, I know that in different versions he gets reincarnated in different ways. Like, did you ever watch Beast Wars or Beasties? Oh, I loved it. I went like to McDonald's all the time into, like, to make sure I got the Beasties toys. Yeah, like, the, that, that Megatron became, like, four or five different things overall, didn't he? <laughs> I remember that guy uh, when he was in his robot form. Like, he was original. He was a T-Rex most of the time, right? Yeah. And, um, he was a T-Rex and he became like a flying T-Rex. But like when he was in his normal robot form, his hand was a T-Rex head. Yeah. That was amazing. I always loved that some randomly in the cartoon, like the T-Rex head would actually like look at him when he'd say something weird. Yeah. I always (laughs) found that funny. Oh man. Like I used to, that this was before the time of the internet and stuff. I used to always take my VHS tapes, make sure I taped it skip over the commercials so I can watch it later with my McDonald's toys and play along. This, this is why I have no friends. <laughs> this is the only reason I have no friends. Is is because of... Megatron! Megatron! Oh... <laughs> uh... But uh, yeah, I, going... I miss I miss Beasties. That was a good show. Going back to Gunstar Heroes, they both came, they came around the same time, didn't they? Gunstar Heroes and Beasties. They did. Uh, I think it was either late '93 or early '94. It was in there somewhere. But yeah, it was around the same time for sure. It had to have been because uh, I was a kid. When was the last time you beat Gunstar? Was that when I was over at your house? Did we even beat it that run? I don't remember. No, we didn't. Um, we were playing it. And then together, and then we were doing that on Expert, and uh, Seven Force killed the shit out of us each time. And no, then, I swear I beat Seven Force at the very end, and then we were just like, we took too long, let's switch to something else. No, because I stopped playing. Like, we were playing together, and then I stopped playing, and then you were able to concentrate more, because weren't, we weren't getting mixed up of who we were and stuff in the action. Because I swear we got to the point where we had to fight Bison, or the Bison wannabe. Hmm. Whose name I cannot remember right now, but I used to have that shit memorized. Hmm. Dynamo. No, it was like Dynamo or something like that. Yeah, that sounds about right. Like, what is Gunstar Heroes available on now? It's available uh, on a bunch of stuff. I'm pretty sure it's on the Virtual Console. It's on the Virtual Console. Uh, that it's it was originally on the Genesis. It was on the Virtual Console. There's a Game Gear version of it. Yeah. Uh, that one's single player. There is a. There's a 360 or an XBLA version. There's a PSN version. There is a Steam version. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a Steam version now because Sega ported a bunch of games to Steam. 
Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what? I could probably check that because I have I got that pack with all the Sega releases. And you know what? I'm pretty sure it is on there because I sooner remember thinking, great, I have like three copies of this now. But I mean, only one matters. Genesis, yo. All the way. True. Cause... I was so happy. Sorry? Happy I found a complete copy of it. I was so fa- I was so happy I found a complete copy of Gunstar Heroes. Like, I've got the case, and I think I even have the manual. You know what? Bear with me for one moment, since I'm in front of it. Okay. Still there? (laughs) Yeah, I'm here. Stabbed my hand while I was trying to find my copy of Gunstar. Great. Let's see what I have here. I would like to read the story. Hold on, hold on. Keep filling dead air. Okay. Oh, I had to fill dead air, and he just literally walked away. So, I'd like to read, for the people at home... The storyline, according to the manual, of Gunstar Heroes. And the story goes as such. <clears throat> Is there a hero in the house? Sometime in the future, somewhere not too far from where you live, an amazing adventure takes place. The Gunstar, the Gunstar family, family has been the protector oh, you bastard, of the planet Gunstar 9, G9, for generations. Professor White Gunstar. In his youth, defeated the robot Golden Silver. Yeah. Anyways, there's a whole story in here. I have it in case and everything too. Actually, I got it for five bucks. Okay. The name is Colonel Red. I don't know why I thought he was like anything else. And he also, yeah. So uh, yellow is the name of the girl. I knew that. Uh, Red and blue are the characters you play as. Yeah. White's the uh, the professor, and green is the guy who drives seven four. He was your brother, but decided to go to the dark side. Right. He's, oh, he used a mind control machine. That's what it is. He's a pain in the ass the second time. If I remember. Oh, right. Where, yeah, he just uses martial arts and throwing stars. So annoying. Uh, that fight is ca- kind of fun, but it sucks after you have to go through like four other bosses to get to it. And then don't you have the boss right after that, too? Uh, well, no, because there's a different state. Yeah, there's a checkpoint after that fight. Right. After you be, after you be green, because it goes, um, you gotta fight the crab boss again. Then you gotta fight orange. Then you gotta fight black. Then you fight green, and then you get to the actual so-called mega boss, and then he gets killed by the actual boss, which is uh, gold and silver. So the game's kind of racist if you think about it, because you're no, the fighting game, everyone's, every everyone's a color. Everyone's a color. Yeah, but you're fighting all the colors. But the the black guy is Asian, or sorry, black is Asian. Right. Pink is a girl. See, that's uh, sexist. I know, totally. Why can't why can't the girl be blue? Because blue is a gunstar. Damn it! Haha! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I would totally play as a pink gunstar. Did you ever play Gunstar Superheroes? No, I didn't. Yeah, that was the Game Boy Advance one. It was single player, but it was actually pretty fun. Was it just like a port or a re? No, it's, it's a reimagining, I guess, of it. Uh, like it's a different story, but it's still like the same similar characters. The levels are different, mm-hmm. uh, but like Black still has like a, a stupid board you need to go through and everything. Right. Do you have it? Uh, yeah. You should let me play it at some point. Sure. It's Game Boy Advance, so you're either gonna need a Game Boy. I can either loan you a Game Boy Advance, or if you have a Game Boy Player, you can play it on that. Game Boy Advance. Like K 
can I not play it on my old DS? Oh, if you have the old DS, yeah, that works too. Sorry. That's why I still have an old DS, yeah, for that very reason, actually. Well, I mean, I have the 3DS as well, but that's why I actually carry my other DS in my carrying case, because you never know when you got to pop in some old Metroid. You know how it is. Yeah, true enough. Um, so I guess I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Gunstar uh, Heroes, if we haven't sold you on it during this podcast, we did a shitty job. So, sorry about the 15 minutes of everything but Gunstar, but Retro Kill Screen Podcast. <laughs> I guess that's all that needs to be said. Okay, so by the time you're hearing this, we've already announced last week that in... The week after you hear this, we'll be talking about Castlevania 3 Dracula's Curse on the NES. Uh, hopefully some of you are playing along, enjoying it, hating it, just having an opinion about it. And even more hopefully, you'll write in or give us some feedback or questions or anything you'd like to talk about so we could discuss that next time. But John, what is your pick for the game after that? Um, I want to pick a game that I've actually always heard so much about and I've always been meaning to play, but I've never gotten a chance to. This is going to force me to actually play it. Mm-hmm. Act Razor for the Super Nintendo. Act Razor 1. Yeah. Because I've always heard it was a launch title for the SNES. I've heard so much about it, but I've just never had a chance to play it. So and I think this is such a good one, too. Yeah, I keep hearing that from everyone. Yeah. So I'm actually looking forward to jumping back into that. I mean, personally, I myself am going to have to emulate it because I haven't seen an actual cartridge or held a cartridge that I could play since I could rent games for the SNES back years and years ago. So that will have to be emulated for me. Uh, But maybe if you're one of those lucky people that have it or you can get to a pawn shop or something, I can attest that it's totally worth whatever they're selling it for if it's under, like, probably 30 bucks. I don't know if I... I don't feel good about paying like over $40 for even new games anymore. So I don't know if I would pay that much for this game, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. So two weeks from now, we will be talking about act razor. So join along and all that sort of thing. And as always, I forgot what our email is, but I'm pretty (laughs) sure it's killscreen at pixel dash response.com. On Twitter, it's at RetroKillScreen, all one word. And, I mean, if you don't know it by now, my Twitter, personal Twitter, is Exposure, E-X-F-A-U-X-S-U-R-E, and everybody knows Proton John. so there you go. I can neither confirm nor deny that everything you've said is correct. I, neither can I. <laughs> okay. it, it's actually all correct. I have the list up here. Oh, see, this is the thing. We actually have the list there, and the reason why I put it there at the top of all of my podcast sort of things is to remember it and mm-hmm. actually you know what i just brought it up and it actually says things to remember like, so just in case this comes up as an issue right oh i guess i should say for now the podcast you're listening to is exclusive to the site you'll have to download or play it through there and that's mainly because i'm working on an rss feed for itunes where you can subscribe once and then get everything to one and that is proving difficult because I don't have time anymore. So there you go. But until next time, we don't have a sign-off. So see you later. We need to work on that. Podcast end.